I don't do any of this. I just sit in front of the microphone, do my talking, and then Logan does the rest. And now Jason does the rest, and now I can do other businessy things. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. I can do the tedious chopping, and yeah. <laughs> I just can't do the listening to myself. That's just no. My own voice. Ooh. I worked in radio for so long that I kind of just got used to it. I know I've listened to my demos all day, every day, so I kind of get used to it. Too. <laughs> I was like, what it. kind of music do you listen to? How honest do you want me to be? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On the Porch with Front Porch Music with your hosts, me, Logan Miller, and Jenna Weiser. Today, we talked to Canadian country artist Mallory Johnson. We sure did. We talked about her new single and the really crazy cool marketing around it. Uh, if you haven't checked out the latest by Mallory Johnson, it's called Married. You're missing out. Go do that. Uh, we talked about the love and support of her home province of Newfoundland. We talked about how she connected with Sammy Kershaw and a lot about her new music that's coming out. Also, she is one of the top eight finalists for Top of the Country. And we talked about that experience a little bit too. Yeah, it was a really great conversation. We got to know her quite a bit more. So enjoy our conversation with Mallory Johnson. Welcome back to another episode of On the Porch with Front Porch Music. We have a special guest with us today. We're so excited to chat with Mallory Johnson. How are you, Mallory? Hey, hey, Jenna Logan. I'm Hello. so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since we've seen you. Like, I think the last time I saw you in, in IRL it was at the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase last year, no? It was the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase. It was a very hot day, I remember. Having God. to, like, put my makeup on in, like, the sun. <laughs> I remember having to sweat it off, like, right away. But it was a really good time, yeah. Well, you looked great, I'm sure. <laughs> we try, we try. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, really looking forward to this conversation because Jenna knows you uh, d- decently well. You guys just spoke yeah. pretty recently. and But we haven't really had the chance to connect a whole lot. Um, so let's just jump right into it, why don't we? Let's do it. You know, let's. Uh, why don't you tell All me right. a bit about who you are? Where are you uh, from? Okay. Who, yeah. what, when, where, why? How? Of course. <laughs> well, if we go way back, I was born in Yellowknife, Northwest Territories. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people think I was born in Newfoundland, but I grew up in Newfoundland. My family are all from Newfoundland. So hmm. I am a Newfoundlander, not born, but bred. I love Yellowknife. Oh, you know what? I am dying to go back there. I haven't been back since I was two years old. So oh. um, yeah, I haven't spent any time there, but I would love to go back. Well, uh, fun fact I, for everyone listening, like, I'm already derailing this. Um, okay. <laughs> I I was in Yellowknife for like, visiting a friend once, and I I went in the summertime, but like it was like the perfect summer weather. So anyone who likes summer likes to go to the beach, go to Yellowknife during the summer. Maybe not in the winter because th- that love would be that cold. Plug. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm dying to find a reason to go back. So, um, but yeah. Bred, uh, not bred, uh, raised in Newfoundland. Um, and yeah, I, I grew up around a lot of Celtic music, of course, being from Newfoundland, all the Scottish and the Irish influence there. Uh, I was in a family band, a Celtic traditional Irish family band, and we recorded four albums. We toured the country, we toured Scotland. Uh, so I did that from when I was like 11 till 16, 17. And then I decided to pursue a solo thing as a country music artist. Um, my mom is, is a country music artist as well. Her name is actually Loretta, ironically enough. 
And so I grew up listening to her sing like Coat of Many Colors and Coal Miner's Daughter. And my dad's a really big Willie Nelson fan and Chris Christopherson and Merle Haggard. So I grew up around that stuff too. So I definitely was influenced by this mixing pot of genres. And yeah, it was it was an easy transition for me from Celtic music to country music because it's the backbone of both genres is the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I'm such when I'm even like when I'm writing a song or performing a song or listening to a song, it's always the lyrics that I gravitate towards to first. It's the storytelling. So. So yeah, and then fast forward a couple years later, I did like a country music contest, you know, uh, shook a few hands and uh, made some friends and here I am in Nashville and the rest is history. <laughs> Set a few yeehaws and here we are. <laughs> here we are, bought some cowboy boots and here I am. <laughs> that is such the short version of that too because that contest, that's how you got connected with Sammy Kershaw originally, right? Totally, totally. It was like definitely, I guess, my Cinderella moment kind of thing. Uh, it was a, like an open mic at one of the pubs in downtown St. John's. And it was like a summer long contest that they were hosting through the whole province. And so we had to go sing a couple songs if the judges liked us, moved on to the next round and so forth and so forth. And I, so I made it to the finals in, in the fall. And one of the judges um, ended up taking home the grand prize of the, the winner of the contest. And one of the judges uh, was a talent buyer who helped bring in some of the acts to the arena. And one of those acts was Sammy Kershaw, once upon a time. So they were Facebook buddies, they knew each other, and Sammy was kind of aware of this contest that was happening. And you know, they reached out to him and said, we have this girl who just won this. She's you know, a songwriter as well, she can write, she sounds great. Um, would you be interested in you know, producing something or giving us some advice or whatever the case may be? And so he was like, okay, well, hold on. Let me just go check her out online to see if you know, she can sing, what her material is like. And then within a week, him and his management team, we got on a conference call and he said, yeah, I want us to manage her. I want to bring her to Nashville. We want to do a whole record. So that's what wow. I did. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy how this like, why not kind of performance at this open mic in a pub in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland was my golden ticket to music city so that's a whirlwind like what like what was like the time frame for that like was it like oh that's a good question well that was like september was the contest and then then i think it was only a few months later um we had been back and forth um they were pitching me songs and i was very fortunate to get to cut some gordy sampson songs and hillary lindsey songs and steve McEwen. i had these hit writers on the project and uh, yeah, it was a few months going back and forth picking the right songs. And um, at that that particular project, I actually recorded eleven songs, but we only chose to do to release six as an EP. And one of my originals got on there. Uh, but the new album I'm working on right now, I'm a writer on all of the songs, which I'm really excited about. So that's got to be a good feeling, huh? I uh, I can't wait. I feel like it's the most me. I feel like I know who I am as an artist now. And, and it took me a while to get there. I still think there's lots of growing to do. I think we're good. everyone shifts. Uh, but it's the most me. Um, there's pieces of me weave through all the songs. And uh, I'm really confident that, um, you know, this is the kind of music I want to make. And I have a really good team around me. And um, yeah, I'm really proud of it. Worked really, really hard on it. So it's so exciting to, you know, just get your like your single comes out. Married mm-hmm. is coming out. And that's the first off of this new project too, right? So that must be just like, are you just itching to get music out and just like, you know, let people hear it? 
I'm so excited. Honestly, like, because we started recording this in 2020 uh, during the pandemic. And, you know, it started as a small project. It started as an EP. And then I just kept writing (laughs) and it kept fitting the theme of the record. So like, nope, now it's going to be a full length, a full length album. Um, And funny enough, it's going to be my debut full length album as a solo artist. I mean, I've been releasing music for a while, but it's always been like singles or the EP. So it's my first time I'm going to have a vinyl and it's like 12 songs. And I'm yeah, I'm so stoked. And Married, I think, is a really fun, really good introduction to the record. Um, It's actually technically the third single from the album because we put Drunk by and Sober Heart and Hung Over on it. Uh And they were previous singles. But this we released those in 2019. So this is like the first song with Kent mm-hmm. Wells producing it as well um, from this project. So yeah, I'm pumped. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I never got my wedding invite. What the heck? <laughs> oh, see, it was a small wedding because of COVID. So it was lots in the mail. But no, actually, we did send out Save the Dates to uh, to radio and social media. So that was fun to kind of That's, play off of that. Honestly, Jen and I were talking about this like what, two weeks ago or something. It, yeah. <laughs> and we were, and like, I am a fan. I'm like a, a marketer first. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan of just good branding. And mm-hmm. the brand around this single married is seamless. Well, it's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I was like, Jenna, what? What do you mean she's married? No, not married. What? And then, yeah. and and then she told me you sent wedding invitations to like, like radio, and yeah, well, I died. Up, yeah, we ended up doing like the date. Well, we, I was going to do physical save the dates, but then like then you run into the issues of them not getting it before it's technically sent to radio and all this stuff. So we just did a digital save the date. Um, but, save the trees, the anyways. Thing. Okay, that's yes, how we save do it the these, trees. these days. Anybody save getting married? Don't print that shit. Yeah. But let's take <laughs> yeah. a step back and and explain to those listening what that actually means, like sending that kind of thing to radio. Like, like, so tell us a, a, about the song, and then we we can kind of say what you did with, with like the promotion of it. Of course, of course. So, married is very much um, my story. Uh, it's about all those single people who, well, the people get stuck at the singles table um, that maybe just want the party but not the, the commitment. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the kind of person that, all, well, I'm in my early 30s, let's be honest, and all my friends are married or getting married or having kids, doing all the things, which is beautiful and amazing and so wonderful. And I have a few bridesmaids dresses hanging in my closet, taking up space. I still have bachelorette decorations in my closet that I'm actually going to put up for the release party of this song. Uh, I get to recycle them. Uh, You know, I've said a few speeches, you know, saying a few people down the aisle. Uh, And as fun as that is, you know, I sometimes fantasize about what that would be like if I was the one wearing white. Like, it's such a beautiful day, you know, getting to walk down the aisle and have that moment. Everyone's there to celebrate you and celebrate the love that you found and to cater to you. If something goes wrong, it's not your problem. It's everybody else's. And, you know, to have those, like, cliche moments on Instagram with me and my diamond ring with my latte, you know, be like, hey, <laughs> just go to Starbucks while I hold my engagement ring. Um, so, you know, I kind of fantasize about having all of those really cool moments and but I don't have that person so it's kind of hard to visualize the husband part of it so I just wanted to write a singles anthem um, for the people who might want the wedding um, but not the marriage they just want the party and because why not why not celebrate being single I mean why not wear a white dress and celebrate love and 
not have to worry about it the next day. Uh, yeah, so I kind of like took this idea into a write with Patricia Conroy and Jason Blaine. And it was the first time I'd ever wrote with them. And so the pressure I put on myself because, you know, <laughs> it's Patricia and Jason. They're amazing hit writers. They're so good at what they do. And I wanted to make a good first impression. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this in. I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna take it, but I want the wedding, but I don't want to get married. And what was funny is that both Jason and Patricia are very happily married. Um, <laughs> they were very much on board. <laughs> so we had a lot of laughs. It's super cheeky. It's super sassy. Uh, it's a wedding song for the singles. Um, yeah, just trying to make everyone feel included. <laughs> and so the branding around that is Ooh. everything that you've put out has been you in a white dress, like yes. looking like you're married or about to get married or yeah. like, like it is your wedding day. So just the fact of like, package all that together and like physically make the release the wedding day amazing i love it <laughs> thank like, you where did that like did like did that idea come out of the right like, did you kind of have it all along or, or was it just kind of something that kind of popped up no that was like after after the song was was written and took it into the studio and kent loved it and we did the whole production then like i really enjoy the creative part of the marketing and all that too and um, like I said, I have a really good team around me. So Danny Strong is really creative with that stuff too. So the Save the Dates was her idea. Uh, and <laughs> I Danny. knew, honest, honestly, I wanted this song to be a single so I could shoot a music video and get to wear a wedding dress and have a husband. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was selfishly the reason why I wanted it to be a single. So I had to do a music video. And I, I, I had a wedding. Apart from the legalities and like maybe the catering, <laughs> I threw a wedding over two days. <laughs> yeah, was there so. a dude in the in the music video, or is it just uh, you? Because that would be really funny too. No, I had a whole bridal party. I had four. I had three bridesmaids, three groomsmen. I had a groom. I had. We got married in the church, and then I had a reception at the upstairs <laughs> of a pub. I had a wedding cake. I had a wedding dress. It was oh yeah, my. pop sauce. That of must champagne. have been the most fun. It was so much fun, and I really understand the stress of planning a wedding. Though <laughs> I feel like been there, done that. Now I'll just elope when the time is time is right. <laughs> I love that. Did you yeah. make your friends who you've been bridesmaids for? Did you make them be your bridesmaids? You know, well, they they are all of my friends. But for this particular video, there was a lot of uh, feature moments for the bridal mm -hmm. party, so they are all actors as well. Gotcha. Uh, but they've, I've grew up with them. I did a lot of musical theater in the past too. So we, we knew each other through musical theater and, uh, and my friend Keith power is the one who married us. He, he was the efficient patient <laughs> or whatever you call it. And, uh, anyway, what's cool about that, the Easter egg with Keith is that he's been involved either in the video or involved in the production, every single one of my music videos. So oh. you'll see him like in Drunk Mind Sober Heart. He was the bartender um, in Wise Woman, the drag queen uh, in Hungover. I filmed half the video in his house. So in Tupelo, he was in like some of the um, just some of the dancing shots at, in that one. So so it's kind of become a thing now where I have to have Keith in every single oh, I video. Love that. It's like he was like it's like he was like a little part of every music video. And then somewhere in between like the last two like last music video and this one, it's like you found your way and you're now you're together. Oh, oh no, no, no Mary, he's not my oh, husband. Never he mind. married us. <laughs> who, so who did you marry? <laughs> His name is Liam Kelly. And okay. uh, I first met him years ago, just out of high school, or maybe it was great. Maybe I was in my senior year. Uh, and we were both in high school musical, uh, the local production of that. And he played um, 
like the Zac Efron's best friend, that character. I think his name is Chad. Chad. And yeah, Chad. Never and seen I it. played a cheerleader. <laughs> so that's that's kind of where we met. And then we've been friends ever since. And he looked the part. He wasn't too tall because I'm very, very short. I still still had to stand on a platform during some of the scenes so that <laughs> the height levels were closer. Uh, but and he was just wonderful. So we had a, a little bit of acting experience and he was just so natural. And uh, his fiance was very on board with it. She actually helped me find some <laughs> bridesmaids dresses and they're getting married for, for real in September. So it was a good rehearsal for him. <laughs> That's, That's so very funny. funny. Yeah, I can't get over this. This whole thing is the best. I know. I'm I, so excited for the song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tomorrow going to be a big day. When is your release party? You get, like just ready to go? I'm going to do it tomorrow night. I'm having like a bridal yeah. party. So I'm having oh. a couple of the girls coming over. I told them all to wear Dusty Rose, even though they're probably not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear white. Did you I register guess. somewhere? Are you expecting a lot of gifts? Oh, no. I just told them to show up with wine. So wine or cheese. <laughs> that's that's their, that's the what was on the invitation. But yeah, no, I'm going to, I might do an Instagram live. I'm going to wear a veil, might play the song, get them to sing the gang vocals. It's, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I love this whole thing. I can't get over it. I just love it so much. <laughs> I'm glad you love it. You I'm have... really excited. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit? So you, like you're very involved in the creative side and the marketing mm -hmm. work and putting your brand out there. So why don't you tell us a little bit about one, why you love that part so much, but also a little bit about the work that goes into that because you also have to be the artist side and the creative side there too, so. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a full-time job just to be a singer, but then making it the artist, you have the social media, like you said, the marketing, the, you know, all of, all of the other things, but I really, really love having a creative fingerprint on every part of the project. Uh, I feel like at the at the back end of a project, you just feel like, okay, I, I was a part of this. I did this. I had a say in this. And, you know, the song is one thing, but you need all the other pieces to fall into place, too, to really make it this beautiful piece of art. And, and I'm not saying I do that on my own. I have the most, like I said, again, the most wonderful team. I have Alicia Matthews, who's like running this whole digital marketing campaign. And she's texting me every day being like, you need to do this real. You need to do this TikTok. You need to, what about this? What do we need to do here? And she's absolutely amazing. And then Danny Strong, of course, running the radio campaigns. And then I have Jess Seguire, who's, oh my gosh, the most amazing publicist. I love her so much. And of course, my management and producer and yeah, and my sync. So everyone who's like, and my brother, videographer, who does all that stuff for me. And um, it's definitely a village. And yeah, everyone has just been putting 110% in, even down like to the artwork and the photography. I had um, Joanna Howard with Small Dog Design. Uh, and she just like, I told her kind of my vision of, what I wanted for the cover art. I was like, I want it to be retro, mixed with like Casey Musgraves pageant material, mixed with like a little bit of sass and sultry, you know, and she just nailed it, like absolutely nailed it. So um, yeah, I like kind of being involved in all of those discussions and uh, kind of getting to, this is what I envision, and then these people actually bring it to life and have that follow through. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited for everyone to kind of see it all, all come together. So that is so fun. That's not the only exciting thing you have going on over the next little while. You are in the top eight for the Series XM Top of the Country yes. this year. <laughs> Thank you. That's a huge deal. 
it's it's a huge deal. I've been wanting to be a part of that program before it became that program when it was back the Discovery Artist Program with CCMA, mm-hmm. and uh, it I feel like it came at the best time, you know, working on this new music and this you know ironically. Uh, I, ha- I knew I had Married coming out, but I was like, oh, I got to go in and do a song. I can't do Married because that's going to be out before the single. What am I going to do? I'll do the B-side. I'll do a song called The Wedding Band. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it was like this sad girl kind of wedding song. So mm-hmm. it all just kind of fit in so perfectly. And I'm so grateful to be, it's basically the biggest emerging artist program a country artist in Canada can be involved in. And they've been so good to us, Sirius XM and, and CCMA just getting to have that kind of exposure and that kind of mentor mentorship and um, that support and all the artists are fantastic i love (laughs) seeing the talent from coast to coast and i have friends in the contest too which is really cool and uh yeah i'm excited to see what happens i'm thankful to be in the top eight i think any one of us you know, is deserving of the top three. I'm going to CCMAs anyway, regardless if I get through or not. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's awesome. I'm really really excited about it. On that note, we were saying the same thing. We were like, oh, like sometimes you can pick like who do you think's gonna you know make the next round or the next cut of something. And Logan and I were like, we can't play this draft game with this like top eight. This isn't that doesn't work. It's we don't know. It's so good there's just too many yeah. talented people you know yeah, yeah. one of our favorite things to do is to like try and guess who it's going to be and we couldn't like we both had different guesses mm-hmm. and we we're just like i don't i and don't it know changes all the time we're just but really for everybody all, like everyone's fantastic like it doesn't matter exactly either. like i have friends too it's like oh mal we're voting for you today we're gonna go vote for shantaya tomorrow and everyone's yeah. like <laughs> flipping over the votes i'm flipping like you can vote for all of us at the same time <laughs> i'm just gonna say yeah. that i literally just like yeah. eight every day <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't change the stats. Just yeah, can we do a tie? Yeah, we have an eight-way tie. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, it's been fun. What's that experience been so far? Obviously, I feel like the first step is obviously submitting your application, and then when you find out what's the net, like, do you get thrown on a plane and like you're shooting a video today, or what's the? How's that? Yeah, work? it was. It was actually thrown on a plane. <laughs> pretty much. No, it was very fast-paced. Uh, so. Basically, any artist can could submit through the SiriusXM Top of the Country website. You just submit a live performance video or a full production music video. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so they choose, SiriusXM chooses eight. And so they called us. And I actually was in a writing session with Matt Martin and uh, Tegan Geis. And anyway, we, so we were in the middle of the session. I was like, Toronto. I was like, who's calling me from Who Toronto? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it could be Sirius XM. So I was like, guys, I just need to go take this real quick. And it was. It was Nicole. And she was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know you're one of our top eight. And I was like, Woo! And then, of course, Matt and Tegan were like, what's going on? So I filled them in. And Tegan actually had a bottle of rosé Prosecco in the fridge. So we just stopped writing and then just celebrated. We went out that The emergency night. Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, the emergency Prosecco. Actually, it was funny because it just turned into a huge party because Shantae obviously found out that same night um, that she got it. And so we all kind of like partied together and we ended up down on Broadway to see a couple more friends play. And um, Tyler Joe Miller was out with us and he was the winner no last year. So we were just having a great time. Tyler ended up driving us all home at like four in the morning and bought us McDonald's and I was eating oh, McDonald's in the bathroom. That's a friend. That is a friend. Yeah, so it was it was quite the celebration, but sorry to get off track. Um, yeah, so we found out that we got through, and then we had to put our bands together and 
pick a song, had to be an original song, whether it could have been a single we had already released. It, we, basically, it could have been any song we wanted as long as it wasn't a cover. So it had to be an original mm. song. And so they were like, yep, yeah, put your band together. Um, you either go to Toronto or Vancouver. And we go into the studio and we record the song and then they shoot a video at the same time. So it's kind of like an in-studio session. And mm. yeah, and then week after week, we just get some edits back and then they end up posting the video on their site and then that's what the fans voted on. And hopefully top three, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of a dumb question, but like, I'm so curious. So you said like she called, or the, Nicole from Sirius called and was like, hey, you're the top eight. Is that how she said it? Or is it like, did they have like some kind of fanfare around it? Because I feel like that kind of call deserves some kind of like interesting reveal. Oh no, she was just kind of like, hey, like, this is Nicole from SiriusXM. And I was like, yes. And she's <laughs> like, do you know why I'm calling you? And I was like, I have an idea. Could you imagine if she, she was like, you didn't make it. Like, that would be so rude. But that, but that's a possibility, right? I mean, what's more rude? Being called to say you didn't get it or just no one contacting you at all and then just making the announcement. I don't know what's... Hmm. So could have went either way, Can't right? Tell. <laughs> could have went either way, but she—I could hear her. I could see her smile from behind the phone. You know, I could hear it. So uh, yeah, she's like, "Do you know why I'm calling?" And I said, "Well, I think I have an idea." She was like, "We've selected you as one of our top eights and kind oh of thing." God. So, so was, yeah. how good are you at, at playing cool? Because if Jenna got that phone call, she would not be able to contain herself. I mean, I didn't scream, so like I didn't blow up any eardrums, but I definitely was like, "Yeah, I was definitely excited about it." <laughs> Pop that emergency Prosecco. Yes. I always have five bottles in the fridge ready to go. Five, not just one. No, five. there's actually only three in there right now. I drank one the other day. Uh, three emergencies left. Three emergencies. <laughs> well, now might be a great time for us to take a quick break. Go, go grab that bottle of Prosecco. Will do. And we're back. Thanks so much uh, for coming back to join us. We're here with Mallory Johnson. Uh, we're talking everything about her new music. And uh, let's keep going. Yeah, let's. let's. Fire away. Why don't we actually backtrack a little bit because you celebrated a couple of months ago at the East Coast Music Awards. So it looked like so, such a party. I had the f most FOMO. Every association outside of Ontario, I'm like, I need to go. Why do I need to go? Like, that's a lot of traveling, obviously. But the East Coast Music Awards looked so fun. So lay the it East down. Coast, yeah. The ECMAs are just one big kitchen party. Let's be <laughs> honest. It is like people go and you have all the showcases and the export buyers programs and all that. But the real showcases are like the hotel jams and the lobby performances yeah. and you know it's that it's that kind of atmosphere and you know it's fiddles and accordions and mandolins everyone just it's like it's like you're in ireland and you go to temple bar and you just walk into a pub and everyone has their instruments and they sit down right where they are and just jam because the east coast music like the ecma is all genres right it is it is all genres. so it's it's just like a party like oh yeah that that that, that would be fun it's super fun. It definitely is, I would think, more um, like traditional music and folk music 
more heavy on those genres because that's the majority of music that you hear from that side of mm-hmm. the, the country. But it definitely is all genre. And the ECMAs this year were so much fun. It was the first time in a couple of years we did it in person. So we got to experience all the parties and getting together and, um, you know, the big award show and the red carpets. It just, it felt back to normal, which was so much fun. And we were up for a few awards this year and we took home all the awards we were nominated for. Woo-hoo! So yeah, it was a, it was a big party. It Congrats. Was, uh, thank you. Thank you. My, uh, myself and twin Kennedy were up for, and my brother actually, cause my brother directed the video. We were up for fans choice video of the year for wise woman. And so we took that home and, and I was up for artist innovator of the year with my um, involvement with the wise woman, the show, because we were celebrating women, not just all over Canada, but I also went back to Newfoundland and did an in-person Wise Woman show as well with some of the, the East Coast artists. And uh, yeah, it was really cool to to get recognition for that. And my brother took home Video Director of the Year for Wise Woman. So it was, it, Mother's Day was actually the industry awards when we took home two of the three. So it was a good Mother's Day. She was a proud mama bear that her kids took home a couple some hardware. Oh, I so. love that. Yeah, so it was it was really fun, and you know my godfather got to be there, and my uncle Gord, who was in my family band years ago, he got to go, and uh, yeah, it was it was a party, and it was nice to see everybody and and just celebrate all of the awesome music on the East Coast. How cool is it to do this stuff with your family still too? Like, are you and your brother so tight? Oh, we are. It's it's this kind of thing where like. I don't really want anybody else to shoot a video for me because he already knows my good side. And like <laughs> when we were shooting this video for Married, um, I have a chin, like I kind of have like a double chin, especially when I sing. And so there would be moments where he'd be like, Mallory, you look like a turtle. Your chin is showing. <laughs> and like just say that in front of everybody. And like I didn't care because I was like, I don't... only family and close friends can do that. Like some other yeah. video producer or video like director could not tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I would have went back and looked at the footage and hated everything if he just didn't come out and be like, do something different. <laughs> like you look, <laughs> different, you are please. like he would just say turtle, turtle. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> also, so <laughs> funny. You trust him enough, and he's gonna do you right and not wrong because like my brothers would be like you look bad i'm gonna let you like (laughs) no well because he knows it his life will be harder on the editing side if i don't like you're right so you're right yeah he's definitely very calm cool and collected when i'm kind of the opposite sometimes (laughs) during the shoots uh no he's he's so amazing and he's so talented at what he does and uh we're definitely an artsy family my mom too. Whenever my mom is in the audience at one of my shows, I bring her up on stage and we do Code of Many Colors together. Oh. And she always steals the show, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's pretty. It's special, and um, I definitely feel like, especially I keep talking about the music videos, but the music videos are always so important to me when it comes to my music because I do film them at home for the most part, and so I get to like include a lot of people that I really love in the videos. I get to include my friends, get to include my families. And then it turns into this like keepsake. It's not just a marketing tool. It's like, no, this here's this really special moment like of me and my best girlfriends like out at a party or here's me getting married. Here's a picture of me in a wedding dress with my mom. Who knows if that's <laughs> going to happen in real life, but I have proof that at least I'm in a wedding dress <laughs> picture with my mom. So yeah, so I, I get to celebrate those moments with people that I love. So that's cool. Oh, it becomes like this little time capsule, too. It's like... Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's so cute. 
speaking of you know getting to do this with the people that you love being from such a musical family of like a family who has done music for presumably their whole lives mm-hmm. were they still like super supportive of you going out and pursuing this as a solo artist yeah 100 percent. my my family are the biggest supporters that i have uh and when we left the like the family celtic band um, my uncle and my cousin moved to Alberta, so physically it was really difficult to be touring as a family band. Uh, but, I mean, we still have reunions. Every summer we'll play a folk festival or that kind of thing, and um, I definitely think we'll have like reunion-type shows moving forward. Um, and my uncle Gordon is still very much involved, and like, I'll call him up and be like, hey, is this a good deal for this venue I'm trying to book? Can you help me out with this? Or like, can you send me the contact for this? Like, So we, we very much um, are sounding boards for each other. Uh, and my parents, my dad is such a big music fan too. So yeah, they've been always been very supportive. I did have to get an education first before they would agree to let me go to Nashville. So, and I was on board with that too. And I think cause education is so important and mm-hmm. it's something you can't lose. And I think doing a, deg- having a degree like that helped me as a songwriter. It helped me as a performer. Uh, so, so yeah, so I'm definitely thankful for that. And I think, um, yeah, it's definitely helped me grow as a writer and an artist and, um, yeah, just be better. <laughs> Can we Fair. make Logan guess what your degree is in? Oh, this is not a fun game. It's kind of fun. It be, it can I be just started sweating. I, I started doing one thing and then I switched. And I have Oh, well, really I, this is, I mean, being, I'm being set up for failure here. <laughs> I mean, but you kind okay, of Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> what school did you go to? I went to Memorial University of Newfoundland. I don't know why that's helpful for me. That's really not. <laughs> um, okay, you went to school for, uh, did you do like a major and a minor? Um, no, I mainly did like a major and then it became a focus area. So okay, so major. you went to school for biology and then um, you decided, no, that's not for me. And then you went to um, psychology. You know what? That's a really good guess. I started with biochem nutrition. Oh. <laughs> he said biology. I was like, wait a minute. That's close. Yeah. <laughs> I love science. I, well, that's not true. I don't oh my God. I just need to take science. a victory lap here. That's funny. I was funny. like a science math nerd. Um, although I hated chemistry and I really hated physics. I just loved the forensics and the biology and the psychology and, and that stuff. And then I didn't, I wasn't really passionate about like doing the nutritionist kind of route. And I would have had to, move different to a different province and um i just i was like no i'm gonna do music so i don't i'm not gonna do that so then i switched to primary elementary education oh interesting i haven't stepped in the classroom since that internship you're in so, the classroom of life yeah although i did teach music <laughs> for five years i taught oh, music well, in a private music school yeah so i kind of used it <laughs> that's funny um, so how did that like education, because you said that going to school helped you be a better songwriter and performer. How did that, mm. how did that happen? Like, how, how did that make you better at songwriting and performing? Well, songwriting, the writing papers, the papers upon papers upon papers, all the grammar and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And writing lesson plans was another big one with the education program. And when I had, had to do my internship and even when I taught music, you are performing for children the entire time you're there. Um, you have to like keep their interest or they just, True. they just don't care. They don't give a shit. And they'll <laughs> also tell you how they feel about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to keep them entertained and uh, that definitely helps. It's kind of being in the front of a classroom is like being on a stage for sure. True. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. 
Let's talk about what you've got going on this summer, leading okay. up to maybe CCMAs. Yeah. What have you? Well, what do you have to other than um, hang out with me next week in Nashville? <laughs> yes, I can't wait for a birthday weekend. Uh, yeah. So apart from hanging out with you in Nashville, uh, I, well, if top of the country goes the way I'd like it to. Fingers crossed. Uh, there might be some cool opportunities this summer with with that. Maybe a big festival. Maybe some mentorship program opportunities. That kind of thing. Uh, so that would be fun. Uh, but I'm also going into the fall. Of course, the album I'm planning on dropping in 2022 in before the Christmas yes. season. So that'll be coming out in the fall. Don't have a specific date yet, but I am planning an album release tour. Um, surrounding that and that'll most likely be majority of the east coast um, hoping to do a couple dates in Ontario but yeah like man come yeah, here come out this way please <laughs> yeah. please well because I lived in I lived in Toronto for a year and I really want to do a show at the Dakota because I've played there before and it's my favorite my favorite venue in Toronto the Dakota Tavern so I want to do that and I have a lot of family in North Bay so I want to do something in North Bay so yeah there's a few places in Ontario I'd like to hit up for that please. well we'll be out most of them yes <laughs> I'm not going to North Bay. Are you kidding Yeah, I'm not me? going to North Bay. No. Well, you know, maybe we will. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that takes us to the end here, Mallory. Um, why don't you tell us where we can find you, where we can follow you, and all that good stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, so my website is MalloryJohnsonMusic.com, and that'll give you links to all the socials and, and music and all that stuff. But the handles for everything but Facebook, I don't see this is stupid. I should have had the same handle for everything. But everything <laughs> but Facebook is Mal Johnson Music, and then Facebook is Mallory Johnson Music. So, um, yeah, you can go follow me there and see what's happening and find out. And we'll have it all in the, in the show notes, too, for everyone to go awesome. check out. Awesome. Well, Mallory, I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, chat with us. It's been really great to connect with you more than the three minutes we ever get when we see you in, 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 in real life. Um, oh so God. I really appreciate you joining us on the porch. No, thank you. This has been so much fun. And please have me back anytime. This is, like I said, it's been a lot of fun. And um, it's really nice to catch up with you guys. Ah, the porch is always open. Thanks so much for joining us on On the Porch with From Porch Music. I love talking to artists and digging deep into the world of Canadian country music. And I'm so excited you joined. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That's the easiest way for you to support this show. You may even get a shout-out. So we'll see you in a couple weeks next time on The Porch. On The Porch with Front Porch Music is hosted by me, Logan Miller, and Jenna Weiser. The theme song was written, produced, and performed by Owen Wrigley.